Boy, Trey, forever, baby. Man, it's your boy, artist. Yeah, the gap too deep. Are you Milan? Here, Milan. Your girl, Flamey Gina. Oh, Ebony, aka Ebony, with an I. I'm from the Big Head Radio Show, and I'm with the King Teeth Network, huh? but some opportunities to create as well. Um, I have the owner of Ghost Kitchen. My boy Sky Too Hot, he ready? <laughs> we got Vernon Jeffrey in the building. What's up, what's up, what's up? How are you, man? Uh, chilling, 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 chilling. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it for having me, man. Of course, this me. is the King Teeth Network. Um, and we would uh, love to start with, where can they find you? Um, and what kind of, what, what all do you do? Because I said one thing, but you do so many others. And this oh. is yours too. Okay. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so you can catch me on Instagram at King Cash V. Um, uh, threads. <laughs> uh, everybody you familiar with Threads? The, no. The new Twitter. Oh, okay. So you can catch me on there. Talk to me. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. Uh, He's up on everything. <laughs> yeah, so Threads is a new platform that they doing. It's kind of like uh, Twitter. So Elon Musk and the other guy, they've been going back and forth. Swear, but, I didn't even see that yet. Yeah, so you can catch me on Threads uh, at King Cashby as well. Uh, those are the only two platforms I use. And then my YouTube at King Cashby as well, too. Okay, see, money calling. Oh, no, no, we good, we good. <laughs> but, um... We got to get into um, everything that you do. So we're, we're here to specifically talk about um, credit and what you do in the space and how, how you've seen it evolve from the PPPs and the loans that people are taking out and how it hurt a lot of communities instead of help it, helping it because of what they did with the money and how they should have maybe used it. So I kind of want to get into your backstory of how you kind of got into credit and real estate and all of those things? Uh, well, actually how I really got into real estate, uh, it's funny, I uh, I was staying with a girl <laughs> and uh, got put out and <laughs> I had to move back home. So I told myself and I had told my mother, I was just like, man, listen, uh, this my, it's, I was my first time coming back home from leaving the house. I said, I ain't come back home after this. I had moved out uh, and so I was uh, sleeping on the couch. And I was like, man, I don't want to sleep on the couch. Uh, so I was working. I uh, grinded, working, working, working. This one, houses were still, like, really low. Mm -hmm. We're talking, like, 10000 7000 15000 Okay. Um, so I had started grabbing houses. So I, I would buy a house a year, and really? then I would house hack. So I would grab two families. So I would, like, uh, and it's actually the first one I grabbed. I was on, uh, I went on YouTube to learn how to do a lot of work myself. YouTube University, yeah, baby. We so, didn't talk about it. Uh, it's funny because I actually... The first one, uh, I couldn't figure out how to get this wallpaper off. And so uh, I, just, I just ended up quarter inch drywalling the whole room <laughs> right on top of the wall. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, that's how I started. So I started with just the house hacking and I would live in one half and around the other half. Wow. So I was basically living for free and yeah. still making passive income. And then after the year went on, 
then I would be looking for another project mm -hmm. and then I would purchase another one and just build my portfolio up like that. Wow. So that's like actually how I actually uh, got into real estate. So it was really for to have a place to stay. stay and yeah. then when I got into it, I actually liked it. Then when wow. I start to like understand about how the uh, the property can, uh, once I put the money into it, mm -hmm. the value will go up mm -hmm. and different things like that. So real estate really opened your eyes to business and basically the game of adding with passive income like those types of words is what we need in the community like, right, right you right. know what i'm saying like understanding passive income and why that's important so were you working a job your first yeah. Yeah, so, okay. so I was working, uh, and it's actually, probably, that was the last job that I actually worked. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but what really changed my mindset is just kind of how I just grew up. See, I grew up really where it was a time where uh, we got into party promotion so young. So I, I was making, I'm talking in high school, I'm talking, I'm 9th, 10th, 11th grade. I'm doing a party in the weekend and I was getting a thousand dollars. That was a lot of money to, yeah. to me in high school. In high school. So a thousand dollars, right. A week, two, sometimes two grand a week doing two parties and stuff like that. So, um, so I had like a lot of older, uh, promotion companies and stuff that was around. Then we just started doing our own thing. And then, uh, actually, pops, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like schoolhouse, uh, Latif, uh, you know, a lot of people back in the day, John S. Night Center, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and That's actually, a, a guy that really helped me out uh, is a guy named uh, Billy Ray. He's okay. the owner of Kamikaze. Really? So I was kind of like really one of the first people to actually do events there. Wow. And, so uh, how'd you get that plug? Um, actually, he saw what I was doing as far as with events with other people and gave me the opportunity. And honestly, the very first event that I was able to do, he uh, he actually gave me the venue uh, for free. What? And we ended up just splitting everything down the middle. Then as I made money, I started to understand the business more. And I just asked, hey, if I just rent it from you at mm -hmm. the price, it'd probably be a little bit more. Yep. But let me just pay you out because I know what we're going to make at the end of the night. Yeah, the potential. Yeah, the potential. So that's really where it started as far as like. So you take risks. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, if you don't do no risk, you ain't going to make no money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it, But it's also about what kind of risk. Mm. You know what so I'm saying? So let's talk about that because you got to take educated risks. Right. So calculated, what, yeah. Calculated. What does a calculated risk look like? Not just when you get the PPP loan and you spend it on the vacation. <laughs> like, what does the, the calculated risk look like? Uh, a pen and paper. <laughs> Talk to me, because so, I'm, I'm listening to it. Because you like, got to. A lot of people, so they, um, they talk about a lot what they want to do is on their mind. So mm. for me, what works best for me, I, I like to write stuff down. Yeah. So it, it gives you a format of, okay, what is it that you want to do, how you want to do it, mm -hmm. and you do it in steps. And checking it off for me is it shows like, okay, cool, I did that piece and that part, I can move on to the next. So that lets me see uh, the whole concept of what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to go. Yeah. And then I can also uh, weigh the pros and the cons. Wow. I mean, as they showed us in school, uh, you know, I call it, was it like a three bubble method mm -hmm. to where you, you weigh out your good, your bad, and what's in the middle? Real shit. So. He took stuff from school, y'all. <laughs> God damn. I think this might be the first interview. But it was like, no, nah, school, school did something. No, nah, for sure. You know, and that's the thing I tell people, like, 
I don't look at people in a way to where it's like, I can't learn. Right. You know, you can learn something from everybody. You know, even if, I, you know, I meet somebody that's on the street that's less fortunate, just having a conversation with them, you can learn a lot of stuff. It can change everything. Yeah. It can change a lot of Mentality. stuff. You know, even learning how they got in a predicament mm-hmm. that they got in Whew. to for you not to get in that predicament. Come on now. So it's all about uh, just being willing to listen yes. and just being disciplined and stuff like that. So, so where did the discipline come from? Like, that doesn't just come like you're throwing parties at in ninth grade. You got a band on you right now. Like, yeah. how do you stay disciplined in that? Uh, seeing, seeing the money. I mean, for me, it was just seeing the money. And it was like, hey, if I made this doing one party, how many can I make doing two? Mm. Uh, how many can I make if I build a team? You know mm. what I'm saying? Because you really can't you can't do it all nope. yourself, you know, and that's where a lot of people part. feel that is not empowering the people around them. So. Whoa, because that's real. Like, yeah. but it's, 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 it's scary, too, because a lot of people in power be nervous that they will not only empower somebody and they'll supersede them, but they'll leave them and act like it never, they never did anything for them. But that's what you want. Why, why would I? I mean, we spoke about, like, Ghost Kitchen. Ghost Kitchen, I have a partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner is young. He's younger than me. Um, he's Actually, today is his birthday. Happy oh, birthday, man, Manny Manuel Edwards. Uh like crazy, crazy smart. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm only as good as the people I got around me or people I empower. If I'm the only person that's doing great and making money, mm. how great or good can we be? Man. So for him, you know, uh, we partnered, uh, we, we had an idea, we went and did it. I'm all about even if I hire somebody and they come and they have a plan or a situation and say, hey, what about doing this and this and that? Hey, I understand you work, you're working for me as an employee, but maybe we could take that and turn that plan. And now we're business partners. Wow. So I don't really, I'm not afraid of people surpassing me yeah. or uh, doing more than me or anything like that. I mean, we all here to empower and lift each other because at the end of the day, it may be a time that I may need you. It may yeah. be a time that you may need me. And a lot of people don't understand that with business, mm-hmm. you know, you have your ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? It's like the stock market. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got ups and then you got downs. You're making money, then you're not making money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got to know how to maneuver through it. And keep the relationships. And keep the relationships. And that's what I always tell people. Hey, my credit good and my face good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like I love to keep those two things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can anywhere that I was at, I can return and still do business. I can do business not even on a dollar, on a mm-hmm. handshake, mm-hmm. just because of who I am and my character. Right. So, yeah. So, from there, and you you built something. So, you built something. You're in the entertainment industry for a while, but then you transition into real estate. You partner up and do do food, and then you get into financial management. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the expansion, I'm, 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 I'm super like fixated on because like that it can be difficult especially when you're making money right in one field so what made you say okay i'm making money in this field we're, we're growing we're building let me get into this let me get into that and let me keep these both going because that's only gonna bring me more passive income like some people get lazy get comfortable you might be getting too much money like right. what was it that was it the, the chase of the month like what was it that kept you expanding or keeping you expanding uh it's just really you you want to have multiple streams of income Whew. so for me um i like to uh get some things rolling i like to put it on autopilot mm. you know what i'm saying so, so just like pilot? right now that? i mean autopilot like for instance i'm here doing this interview with you mm-hmm. 
the restaurant's still open. Getting some money, yeah. So you still want to make money while you're not there. So, and I think that's what a lot of people have uh, problems with of starting a business. They turn mm. it into a job mm. instead of understanding, hey, let me get this together. Let me put and empower people and put them in position. Mm-hmm. It works. And you got to learn to let go. You're, wow. You know what I'm saying? Things are going to happen. Uh, you're going to hire people. You're going to fire people. Right. But at the end of the day, one thing I believe is you always want to make more money than you lose. Right. You know what I'm saying? So profit you got to, you know what I'm saying? So profit margins, you mm-hmm. want to keep it like that. You know, that's really, you know what I'm saying? And I'm able to do those things because of the people that I have around me right. that's able to take care of stuff. And they may not do it exactly how I would do it. You How know? did you let that go, though? Because that's the hardest part, especially for bosses and people who yeah. do it all on their own. How did you let that part go and be like, nah, they're going to do it how they do it? It's done efficiently, sufficiently enough for us to keep going. We're good. Right. So for me, when I say they may not do it how I would do it, they would still do it and get it done yeah. and, and how I would teach them. But you have to understand, I have to, you have to understand one thing. Everybody's not you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not me. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, they learn off of me, but then they still go out and figure a way to where it works for them. Yeah. So it's about also, I don't like to micromanage people. That's the worst thing. You, you know what I'm saying? So to a good worker. Right. But now I, I, I do like to come in and check yeah. and make sure that, hey, it's getting done. If it's not getting done, we got a problem, we got right. an issue. Right. So. so was firing ever hard for you? Uh... Letting somebody go or moving forward and having to let somebody go? I'll say probably my earlier on years, but when you know where you try to go mm. and it's not uh, fitting right, my first step is not also to fire someone. Okay. I could have yeah, someone that maybe. could be washing dishes and I say, hey, this isn't working, but maybe you'll do better on the grill. Wow. So before we even get to that point like that, I want to know, I, I want to know, why it isn't working or how you look at it. I don't always look at it and be like, oh, I can't work with this person because they ain't doing this. It's just like the basketball team. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You got five people on that court. Five people got different positions. Right. Everybody play a position. Right. Everybody when that shoot. position ain't mm-hmm. working, you got to move some stuff around. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that the person just going off the team. We all know, even the Bulls, what did they get Dennis for? Rebound. To rebound. Bounds. That's all it. He don't need no it, points. It wasn't about nothing, though. You feel <laughs> and me? And he was a superstar for And he was a superstar for rebounding. I mean, come on. And playing your role to the best of your ability is the key to success to a team. Right. That's. I mean, hey, look at the cartoons. Come on. What about the Power Rangers? Come on. They, wasn't, they was at strong when they was what? They put that Transformer together. All together. Come on. I love that's it. Like, I love it. About. So building, um, empowering these things that the royal family, like, that's what we are about, like. That's what the King Teach Network is about, empowering, um, giving people the opportunity to be heard, giving them chances. Like, that is, like, man, beautiful. Now, you specifically said you got good credit. Why is good credit good? Like, why is that even a good thing to have? I mean, it's, and credit is, 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 it's more than good. It's great. It's one of the best things in America, you know, mm. um, the, the the things that we have access to, a lot of people don't have access to overseas. Right. Um, but credit is, is great to have because you you can consistently go and get money over time and time and time. But it's not just about having a good credit score. Mm. It's about having a strong file. And when I say about a strong file, it's a, it's a collective like data points. You know what I'm saying? Are you paying on time? How many accounts you got? Do you have high limits? So it's different things like that. So, I mean, I can sit up here and take a person all day 
and uh, and structure their credit right. You know what I'm saying? Once I structure their credit, we go and apply for certain uh, things uh, like loans or credit cards to get stuff on their actual personal credit. But where it really kicks in at, once you get past that part and then you start leveraging your personal credit to build your business Let's credit. get into it. So then you're moving everything over from your personal to your business. Mm -hmm. So now you basically operating strictly off business. So I like to call it like uh, the peekaboo game, hide go seek. And the reason why I say that is because you got, I can walk into Key Bank right now, say I'm trying to buy a house. Mm -hmm. They say, okay, your, uh, uh, your, your debt to ratio, your DTI is too high, whatever. I got a car, okay, cool, car's gone. All I'm gonna do is take the car and move into a business name. Really? How, they ain't gonna know where the car goes. It's gonna show that it's paid off on a report. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I just think with... Uh, playing the game. With, yeah, it's just playing the game. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't know how to play the game. And this is the game that's been played for many years. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, you know, I love to keep uh, my options open as far as my actual uh, personal profile. Really? You know, so like I said, uh, I have probably like over 20 revolving accounts. Really? Uh, yeah, just like personal accounts, lines of credit. But typically for me, I just use my personal credit and... Uh, I just I, um, basically have slots in trade lines. So if a person wants a trade line, then they can purchase a trade line from me. What does that mean? A uh, trade line is basically an authorized user. So for so instance, they can use that line of right. credit yeah. because you've accessed because they right. got the and, permission. Right, and so now it embeds with their file. So oh. you know that's how off my personal credit how I'm able to okay. make money off of those things. Wow. But as far as if I want to go do anything or spend any money or any investments. I access my business credit. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Say I want to go buy a house or something like that, and then it requires me to put in twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars Right. I should go access one of my lines of credit through one of my companies. Wow. You know, once I do that, I'm just putting that percentage down, but I'm also going to the bank and making them basically take on the loan. Right. So, so you never had to hit your personal. I never had to hit my personal, and I never had to spend any cash. Any cash out of your Wow. No. How a person going to know? When I a person, let's talk about the, banks. The banks, yeah. At the end of the day, if you went to Wells Fargo, you went to Huntington, you went to Key, you're getting money from all those banks. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're using your personal profile to basically help with your business, so they're running your personal credit, but the actual loan is going to show on your business. It's not showing up on your personal. Ooh. But the inquiry is showing up on your personal. Really? So it's only an inquiry, but you you know it's different it's things to where you can right. clean those inquiries and get them off. Right. So we're talking about going to get bags after bags after bags. <laughs> wow. And but again, it starts with the personal. Though. It starts with the personal. That's the way everybody has their different way of doing it. But for me, I'm starting off with the personal. Okay. So with that, you leverage the personal. With the, how long does it take to to build the the business credit up to get? lines of credit that are worth you know the five tens twenties like how do you get to that or is it you come in with a good credit history on your personal and boom it opens up that business so all right i like to call files any right now like i said you said you got a lot of viewers 18 28 this free game you got most of them guys or girls that's around that age, 17, 18, once they turn 18, as long as their parents didn't access their credit and mess anything up, they come in, they got, I like to call it ghost file. Mm -hmm. That's what I call it personally. There ain't no terminology anybody else use or anything, a ghost file. Once I pull up their file, they really ain't going to say nothing there. Right. All right, cool. For me, the, the quickest way, we're talking like 
maybe like three months on a on a lower scale, on a higher scale, maybe six. Mm. We're talking about first thing, it's free game. All I'm doing is going straight credit unions. Really? Straight credit unions. Basically going straight credit unions and basically getting with those credit unions and open up bank accounts. If you're working anything like that, you want your checks to go direct deposit. Right. Then you want to get secure loans. Secure loans with them secure credit cards. Now you got them secure loans, secure credit cards. Those go past certain limits. No, but it's because you're building a relationship. Mm. They're going to be more receptive to giving you money. Okay. So now you're talking where you, you do that with them credit unions for them three months. So now you're talking once you okay. do your, go ahead. I'm sorry. Cause I, I get where you're going. Cause this, uh-huh. I mean, game is like crazy, but I want, cause I don't want it to go over their head. What is the difference between a secure loan and an unsecure loan? Because there is a difference. Right. So basically the secure loan is basically you putting up your own money, right? You putting up, so you, so you put, can never go right. past that amount of money. Right. So you putting up, say you put 2000 up, that's basically the money. Once you pay into that, mm-hmm. then it's released back to you on your account. On on your credit now, though. Yeah, but it's it, it embedded with your file. I mean, that to me is more important than getting an unsecured credit card with a limit that and it's just cat and it's just you don't know how to use that money. Right, but not even that. I tell people all the time, why go get a card and get five hundred dollars when we can do it the right way and get twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Because now you, you got to understand these banks are these underwriters. They're 10, 40 years ago. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're looking at, OK, cool. He only got a $500 credit card. Why are we going to trust him with a $20,000 credit right. card? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Within those three to six months, you got the secure loan. I mean, the um, uh, yeah, the secure loan and you got a secure credit card. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if you're, you're working or you got $2,000, you can start with one with one credit union put that money on a secure credit card. But you don't want to sit up there and do the whole 24 months. After their reports, then you want to pay that down to at least, I would say, to where you're only using 10% of mm-hmm. it. Because now your utilization is going to be high. Mm-hmm. So it's going to show up on your file. And look good. Right. So, But if you do it that way, now your utilization is low. And once you get that money back, you can go use that same money, go to another credit union. Wow. And do the same thing. So within that time... We're adding trade lines. I would say adding a trade line with a high um, history. But come on now, you got to make it make sense now. Yeah. Like, you can't go and... Stop you're scamming. You, no, no, not scamming, but... That's exactly the difference, though. Like, yeah, it's a difference, but it's like... It's complete. If, if you 18 and you go buy a trade line from somebody and they done had the trade line for 30 years and it show up on your file, now you got 30 years of history. That don't make sense. Right. The bank and the underwriter going to look at that like, dude, you're, you're 18, 19, or you're 21... You, you only can have credit for three years because right. your, your, your file don't really show up until you're 18. Right. So it doesn't make sense. So you're now you're trying to get Right. It. So now we're talking if you 21, we want to put some, some lines, maybe like some stuff on there to where some trade lines where it's like uh, if you're 21, 18, 19, 20, two years, three years history. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's showing your credit history of two, three years. Mm-hmm. And you've but, been doing something. Right. But like I say, when you go get with these uh, these credit units, and like I say, I'm going to throw a few out that's uh, that's really good. Uh, like I say, everybody knows Navy Federal is really yeah. good. Uh, you got uh, Andrews is really good. You got Apple Credit. And then you got Langley. So, uh, like Langley, I like them. You really don't have to uh, do much as far as getting with them. Navy Federal, uh, you have to know someone to get in that's really? already a member. Yeah, so you can get uh, grandfather in that way. 
But as far as that, I mean, you, you're talking if you take them steps, you, you're getting 20000 right. in, in a credit card. But then you also have to know what credit cards to go for. You don't want to go in there and go for a Navy Platinum or wow. a flagship uh, card. You definitely want to go for the rewards card. That's the first card that they definitely giving the bag out of really? 20000 Yeah. See, that's the little, that's the little yeah. game, though, yeah, for that sure. you need. Because you can look at all them cards, like, which one? No, nah, yeah. And now the reward one. They're going to be like, congratulations. Yeah, so, and like I say, you just want to structure. And, I mean, it just takes time. Talk about that, being patient. Yeah, being patient. being consistent. Yeah. What, what is that, you say it takes time. To build something like, like, let's say, I just want to give you um, kind of a scenario. Like, okay, you've been building your credit for two years, and uh, on the personal side, and now you're moving into the business side and you got your first business account, you've got your first line of credit for let's say $15,000, right? Mm -hmm. What steps from that point of 18 and not having, being a ghost to $15,000, in business credit, would it, would it take to get there? Like, is it two years, is it three years? Like, what does that look like to be like, okay, I have enough on my credit personal to get this business credit and to keep it moving and to get a, a, a fifteen twenty thousand dollar line of credit and and your business or a personal business and business i mean we're talking i would say after that six month time wow really you know what I'm saying? i would say six right. months yeah i would say six months is just if, if you're like on fire straight on key what you're doing how you know how your report update and, mm -hmm. and you went and did all those steps because now you got six months of uh, payment history. Well, actually, I would say, I wouldn't say six months. I would say typically you want to give yourself 10 months to a year. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because now you're showing that you have all this other stuff on your file yep. as far as for 10 months to a year. Yep, and you paid on it. Yeah, and you've been paying on it. You got 100% payment uh, history. But I, And then, like I say, the best place I would say to go on a dub back, and even if you're doing a business, is to go back to the credit units as really? well and start there because they actually actually do a lot of stuff as far as business as well. Wow, see, I thought the credit union was just cash the check and get up out of there. Nah, the credit <laughs> union is a place where it's it's a smaller bank. So when you go into them credit union, especially like um, I I actually been with a credit union probably since I was uh really like I want to say maybe 13, 14. What? Yeah. So and you know as far as like my mom, she always told me about like paying bills like she don't really for me she don't really understand how credit all the way how i understand it but she always taught me just like hey pay your bills mm -hmm. but it's crazy because my mom uh she had a green box and it always is in the closet and every time we get home she going about where all the important stuff is at my social security <laughs> card birth certificate Absolutely. you know what i'm saying but she would uh she would get this book out and be writing stuff and and as i got older i'm like man i know the money i spent on the car i ain't got it but she was checks and balances yeah. you know what i'm saying so uh my mom really played a, a major part in me as far as uh learning how to pay bills stuff on time and as i got older and learning more i just like really uh did more research on it and just really took off with it mm. but i've been with that credit union probably about since i was 14 15 uh they, they did all my first auto loans what? um and and they're, they're more of a, 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 a person, like a family type of mm -hmm. thing. So, you know, when you're in there, you have the underwriters and everything in there. A lot of people got to understand, too, you want to build up relationships. Oh, yeah. Because even when you sit down for the applications out, they're going to ask the actual banker about you as well. Really? Yeah, for sure. So having a, having a relationship with the bank is important. 
Very, yeah, very important. Now, um, you've spoken on some dope stuff, man, but I want to really speak on for a second the, um, the why you decided to go digital instead of brick and mortar with the ghost kitchen and why that made sense for you. And you're in real estate, so it's not like you couldn't get a building. No, no, so so when I say we go digital, we actually have a brick and mortar. Right, but so, yeah, so uh, when I say uh, during COVID, uh, like I say, uh, Emmanuel Edwards, uh, he had came to me, uh, we had talked about it, he uh, wanted to do a restaurant, and uh, a big thing was like Ghost Kitchens, our actual restaurant is called Ghost Kitchen. Um, and he was just like, Man, I'm telling you, uh, with all the COVID and stuff being shut down and everything, everybody wants, uh, it, it, if it happens again, we're ready in a straight pickup and delivery. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, he hit me about a few times, and then we talked about it. And then I started really, like, understanding once, uh, you know, I told him, you know, I said, hey, all right, bring me the numbers. Mm-hmm. Bring me uh, the projections. What's uh, going to sell? And it's like, at his age, I was just really like, Dang, he really brought me this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Is. It was kind of like maybe, hey, all right, I'm telling him to bring me this, and then I ain't going to hear from him. Right. Anymore. You know what I'm saying? Gotta get him away. Yeah, but like, he really brought it, and uh, like, really, like, here. yeah. So that's like my homie, like, for real, for that's like my little brother, my best friend, for real. I love um, it. So, I like, love he brought me that, and we went over everything, he started explaining everything, and our location is perfect. You know, we right off the freeway. We can feed uh, the west side, we can get to the west side in 10 to 15 minutes, mm-hmm. we can get to the east side in 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But then with them also building an opportunity corridor, mm. we can get down through and get to 55th and everything. Facts. So we, uh, by our location, it's a great location. And, Which is where? Let them know. Uh, it's a 3803 uh, Brook Park. It's uh, Parma Heights, Ohio. It's right off of State Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really during COVID, we saw a lot of businesses that went under because mm-hmm. uh, they really... At the, at, the yeah, location. at the location. And then you'll be able to just service. Yeah. And, and so and right now... We have uh, two other restaurants that's uh, within there, which is called uh, Hooks, Hooks Kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, Straight Fish, Fish and Fries. Uh, it's called Ice Cream. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, crazy logo. Uh, ice cream is really good. Uh, we got uh, flavors and a lot of different flavors. We got some exotic flavors as Ooh. well. So a lot of flavors like a lot of people wouldn't have. And then we got another part to the menu, uh, which we call like Deep End. So deep in is just basically like uh, like fried cookie, chocolate chip cookie, um, a fried Oreo, Ooh. or like a Twinkie. Yeah, like on the South Jones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. I love it, man. Like, But the thing about um, how, and this is our first time meeting, uh, and I love to tell my people that because they can they understand that, like, I'm learning as we're talking. Right, like, for sure. Yeah. They, be like, they be like, what does you look like? Nigga, I'm taking this shit in. This shit real. Yeah. But um, just to, uh, to, to kind of close it out, I really want to touch on, because it kind of brushed on itself in every part, was partnerships and relationships. And the, like why they're so important and how you not only maintain them, but how you... How do you get into a partnership? Like, what does that even look like? Because I think some people be like, yeah, let's partner up. And then they don't really bring nothing to the partner. <laughs> um, so getting in a partnership, it's just about uh, just knowing who the person you partner with and just saying, coming to the table and saying, okay, this is what we're trying to do. And everybody just bringing their talents to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I didn't partner with people and they didn't have the funds. 
but mm. you know I brought the funds but I'm as uh, far as me being a partner I'm a very hands-on partner I mean honestly you know for me I would say my money ain't long enough yet <laughs> to just throw it out there and say hey all right just let me know how it's doing right so for me um, I, uh, I bring a lot to the table as far as you know financials and stuff like that and then uh, branding and marketing so I just think when you're partnering with someone just seeing what they're bringing to the table but then also uh, I feel as if too with me partnering with someone I would never say, okay, well, I'm bringing all the money, and by me bringing the money, we're going to do uh, a 70-30 split. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So a- everything ain't always just about the money. That's real, though. Yeah, so for See, sure. The skill like, is important. Right, the skill is important, <laughs> and at the end of the day, I want a happy partner. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if I know, like, all right, cool, they're not bringing the funds, but they're going to take care of this, this, this and mm-hmm. that. We can do a 50-50 split. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So because being open. Right. So it's being open. And then also, I feel like the people that I partner with, they worth more than me coming in and saying, all right, I'm going to take 70-30. Right. You know what I'm saying? They bring more to the table. And, they, and it's hard to find people that got the same drive as you. Right. So the people that I work with, uh, they got the same drive as me. and or, or they have a little more drive than me. You know, and it's all about those days to where it's like, okay, Today, I'm here, they may be here, but then they're here. Right. Or we here, and it's like we got to have a powwow talk and to get us motivated to do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, listen, I, listen, I part, listen, I, listen, we partner and shit ain't right. I'm, hey, I want to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, look, this what got to be done. Okay. Yeah, I, but I ain't, trying to hear, I, right, I ain't trying to hear none of that. This okay. what got to be done because it's about holding each other accountable. Yeah. You know, and I tell them the same thing. Hey, if I ain't doing what I'm supposed to be doing, let me know. If, yes. I, if I did something that wasn't right, let me know. Yes. I, it ain't no, open it, to receive open. it. It ain't no disrespect. Right. And that's what people take it as because nah. they take it personally. Taking it too personal. How did you not, how do you not take it? So, like, you, you know it's business. Like, but how do you get to that mindset of, like, man, this is just business. Okay, I got to step up my game. Or, no, they got to get their shit together. I think that. Uh, and they can still be your best friend. No, for sure. I think by having like uh, uh, my personal stuff in order, mm. I feel like a lot of people, when stuff is going on, they have, I like to call it indirect aggression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they Hell may not, yeah. it may not even be, be about you. Right. It may not even be about me. You feel me? So, <laughs> you know, and that's what I tell people all the time. Like, uh, like if anybody that I'm working with, like what you got going on personally, like, I want to make sure that's in order too. Yeah. Because I need for you to be who you need to be while we doing what we doing. Right. And if you got all that stuff going on, you're not able to be that person. Cause you're gonna bring it in here. Right. So that's what kind of made me. So you get to a point in a certain age where you like separate a lot of stuff, and I like to call it as far as like an out of body uh, like experience. So I give myself out of body experiences. When I say that is, it's like how we sitting here, we talking doing this interview. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, say something, uh, I feel like something wasn't right and all that, I like to take my mind and think about, okay, cool. I look at it as if we're still sitting here mm. and I'm sitting behind the camera. Really? Right. So now you're able to look at it from a different view. That's right. why it's good Respect also it. when you're recording yourself, you can see like, oh, no, I was tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know how to self-check themselves. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I can self-check myself. I got people as well that I call them like, hey, this is what happened. Hey, am I tripping? All right, man. You, so you know, right. I'm before. tripping. All right, cool. You know, I got to come back. And I believe in making stuff right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Being a man and owning up to, you know what I'm you saying? You can't be perfect. You're not going to no, be perfect. Sure. Nobody's you perfect. you can't stand up behind what you've made mistakes on. For sure. And yeah. that matters. Like, yeah. People yeah. be acting like that don't matter. Like, that nah, matters. So you got people, like I say, man, they walk around holding grudges. I tell people all the time, like, the way I work, um, 
I like that. It's my favorite saying, like, nobody can cut my water off. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and what I mean Ooh. by that, by that is, is your motion. for sure. And when I say that, it's like more as if uh, a lot of stuff that I do, it's not, even if, okay, that's not working or whatever over there, I'm still able to move and going to get mm-hmm. through it. I'm not going to let nobody or what they're doing stop the goal of where I'm trying to go or where I'm trying right. to do. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, even if situation not good, we're going to work it out. Yes. And, and business is business, and I believe in black and white. Mm. Paperwork make the dream work, make the team work. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I always believe in black and white paper, and, you know, and that's just business. Real shit. Well, um, I want to hit the NIL real quick. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's a, a major change in college sports, but a lot of young kids getting more money now. So For sure. They... they it's, it's hard at 21, 22, getting a bag. But now you getting a million, two, three. I mean, one of, I, I think, what is his, what's his name? Caleb, he may be worth 13 million before he even touch a field in, in the NFL. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how, how have you been able to um, help in that space? And how have you seen that space kind of develop? Uh, far as right now, how I've been able just to help is uh, just with like any like athlete or anything like that that's mm-hmm. playing college ball. Mm-hmm. It's just really helping them with their finances. Uh, it hasn't really went into a stage of really being like uh, full fledged like business mm-hmm. or anything like that. But what I'm seeing is a lot of them. Uh, as the school is the school. The uh, NIL people, the NIL people, the athlete is the athlete. Mm. So when that money and everything is coming in, you know, everybody's getting their money and going what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of stuff that still plays a part. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about taxes. We're talking about uh, uh, making sure, you know, you're not spending all your money investing. You know what I'm saying? You, so You should never be broke again. Right, basically. for sure. So what I like to do uh, is just far as like athletes, as far as that's transitioning from college and uh, going to the field, is helping them financially, personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I say personally, you got like the agents and stuff, you know, they uh, just work as far as the deals, as far as when they go to the combine, stuff like yeah. that. So I like to help with them as far as just financially uh, seeing uh, just their finances, how to maneuver them, mm-hmm. where to invest, when to invest. Uh, you know, hey, that's not time to buy this and do things like that. Absolutely. So, just being an ear and an eye. Yeah, just being an ear and an eye and uh, really just having their best interest. Absolutely. You know what, what I'm saying? Because need. a lot of athletes or entertainers, you know what I'm saying, they really do get taken advantage of. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I ain't got to rob nobody. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like You got your I, own things right. going on. And I tell people all the time, I don't want to make money off you. I want to make money with you. Come on. So that's my whole thing is, that's why I speak on partnerships. Yeah. I want to make money uh, with you. And like I say, and as far as me, like I say, I always create my own opportunities. Right. You put me in a room, I'm going to stand on my own too, and we're going to make it happen. Absolutely. But uh, NIL is, uh, like I say, it's a great thing for the athletes. I think they should have started it sooner. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's doing wonders for kids right now. And I just think the next step with NIL right now being a wild, wild west, because I think it it's been is. around like two years. So they really haven't got like a handle on it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's that just a lot of the athletes just having the right people around them mm-hmm. to make sure that their finances is in the best state. Absolutely. Man, well, I thank you. The last, last thing you got to do before you get out of here is called get it off your chest. Uh-huh. And you've been getting a lot off your chest. You've been getting game this whole time. <laughs> we truly appreciate that. But um, I want you to get off whatever you need to get off to the people of why 
what you're about to do, why you needed to come here today, and just let them know and get that off your chest before we see you again. Um, so as far as what I'm about to do, uh, okay, so this is a big thing. So like right now, everybody keeps talking about a reset or like a recession. Mm -hmm. So we was always taught, you know, save your money, save your money, save your money. Mm -hmm. Right now, for me, this is the time where you create wealth, you know yes. what I'm saying, to where you make a lot of money. Uh, the houses, right now I'm seeing the houses, the houses coming down. Uh, mm -hmm. Ohio has always been a great market to invest. We're going into a renter's nation. Mm -hmm. Basically, everybody's going to have to be the rent. They're going to be forced to rent. I mean, just really? think about it. Uh, most people, what do they make? About $20 an hour. So right. if you're not a two-family house income, you're talking about inner city houses if you're not buying them at 10,000, 15 and fixing them up. So if you coming in and purchasing that 50,000, you're talking about DTI, a single parent ain't, ain't really able to buy like that. So it's really positioning mm -hmm. yourself and getting into uh, real estate or uh, figuring out a business. And I, listen, I ain't talking about no hustle. Right. Everybody, y'all, I'm not, I'm not looking for no hustle. Right. I'm looking for to start a business, put on autopilot Longevity. while it's making money. Come on. So right now, this is the time, if you ever thought about doing something or investing, this is the time to really make the money and mm. to, to get, uh, to be wealthy or to get rich as far as with uh, real estate, um, you got commercial buildings, a lot of people buildings and like, especially like inner city buildings is coming down. Um, you know, like I say, rents is like 15% mm -hmm. up. So this is the time to invest. It's the time to invest to grab stuff for dirt cheap. Come on. Um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff, but like I say, you really have to understand what you're doing. Yeah. So a lot of people go and get money. Yeah. They go like and, the PPP. Right. Like so they go get, get it, get but your taxes return. But it's but what about what should they do with right, it? Right. It's about what you do with it. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So and it's about having that plan and figuring out what you should do with it. Like I said, at the end of the day, getting money ain't hard. The right. hard thing is keeping it. You know hold what I'm saying? It's it. holding on to duplicating it. it. Right, dupli <laughs> duplicate. Not Come hold, on. duplicating Come on. it. There you go. That's the new I'm taking your word, man. I appreciate <laughs> duplicating you. Duplicating that money. Duplicate it, man. So, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's just the best time. Uh, so, for me, something that I'm big, I'm going to do, I'm, I, uh, by, I would say in the next two years, I want to get my portfolio more and I want to do at least 20, 25 houses Whoa. as far as rental and then uh, also commercial. commercial Absolutely. Builds. Yeah. That's different. The commercial boys. No, oh, yeah, for sure. But um, I thank you, man. You, I could sit here all day. Nah, and, nah, and nah. Listen we to can't. Game. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> but I appreciate you. Um, thank you. Tell them where they can find you one more time because they gonna uh, want to follow You can this. find me on Instagram at King Cash V. Uh, I'm on Threads at King Cash V, and then YouTube as well. Uh, what is it at King Cash V? So you can follow me on all those platforms. Check me out. I'm always gonna be dropping videos and content. Uh, we talk about uh, credit cards and anything else. And also, I mean, I, I got cards here too. Y'all, I told you I wanted to bring. So yeah, talk to me. I I wanted to ask you like a question. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of people. We're talking. Hold on. So this is. I be having a whole bunch of cards. So we got like a. We got a platinum. Jesus. We got a gold. These is business cards. Yeah, those are business cards. So we got a blue. So, but I would say, so we got a navy Sheesh. platinum right here. Sheesh. So we ain't going to get off into the all. Oh, I got, man, all so many cards in here for reward points. So we got that there. So typically, like people, what they would do is, so we got this platinum here. 
<laughs> and then we got yeah, yeah, yeah. this here. So this 20 bands right here. Well, 21 to be exact. So as you would ask people, so you got a platinum, this car is about 20,000. So you would ask people and say, what one would you take? So we all know typically what people gonna say. They gonna look at that thing. They gonna look at this here. So they gonna say they gonna take this 20, the 20,000. But I'll take the car. Well, my man's right here is smart. We gonna take the car. So <laughs> we gonna take the car because at the end of the day, we all know like this. I tell anybody in my family, the dumbest thing is to have is a debit card and spending your debit card. Mm. If I spend this car here, I get certain cars that I have, I get rewards points. I'm already going to get cash back. Mm. So all I do is take the money from my actual bank account and put it back on there. But why not do it to where I can get cash back? <laughs> For real. So at the end of the day, I never spend cash. I always spend my credit cards all the time. But a lot of people don't look at it like that. Because no. how they man, how they mind is trained to think. Yeah. So they say, I'm going to take the cash. At every time. Nah, so we're not going to do that. We're going to take the credit cards. Do something at me. Ghost Kitchen. Oh, so he got those too. Yeah. So we got the platinum, I'm the gold, kidding. and we got the blue. Now, they're going to be calling you for this one. <laughs> you could, like, that, you, you got 21 right here, and you got about 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so this is right here. It's about 10, 10, 20, that's 30, 30, uh, that's 50, 50, 50. So this is 70, 75. 75 right here. About 70, 75,000. And, and y'all looking at this still. Y'all still looking at this. And we probably and still, heavy too. Yeah, we still got more in here. So we talking just in, just in credit cards, real, maybe in credit cards, about 250,000 just in really? credit cards. Really, right now? Right now. And you can use that and leverage that to do whatever you want to do. Use it, do whatever. I go buy a house with it. Right. Man, and start getting passive income from and that. Passive and income. ain't touch none of that. Ain't touch none of this. Can look crazy on, look. But this is what they want to see. a different game. So all the youngest out there, all the tap in, the PNCs and all that, only tap in we want to do is getting your personal credit together and Come your on. business credit. Why run off on a bank when the bank could be your best friend? Come on. This is the opposite of scamming, y'all. I'm telling you. We not This scamming. is the opposite. This is real life. This is what. This is real. This is where generational wealth comes. Generational from, wealth. Congratulations on that. Oh man, good you, looking. You didn't trick the game. You For didn't, sure. And, and you didn't made it, your bitch. I love it, man. <laughs> it's the King Team Network. We out of here with that. All one. right.